Today on Media Download, from Montclair State University and WMSC-FM, the latest on technology. Digital privacy is a concern. Streaming is king. It's trending now. And media issues. Let's start with the presidential campaign. The frontrunner is firmly in the lead in every national poll. What's the press's responsibility? I will not give him the credit he probably sought prior to this horrific and cowardly act. And top business headline news. It's online streaming versus Hollywood. Hello, and welcome to Media and Download. I'm Daniel Giacumbo, a junior audio sound concentration major here at Montclair State University. I'm excited to have electronic music producer and DJ, Jesse Cardone, also known as Subtronics. Jesse has been following his music passion ever since he was a little kid, whether it was strumming away at his guitar or pounding away at the drums and stomping heavy bass rhythms at nightclubs around the globe. Before we get to chatting, let us play a short clip of Jesse's track entitled Wonderwall.
I've been going back and forth between just straight up robot sound, like rhythm dubstep. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Okay, so I'd say... Okay, the reason why it's taken me so long to answer is because recently I've been making a lot of this stuff called Halftime. And it's basically like drum and bass, but cut down into halftime with more of like a hip hop flow. Um, and it's kind of coming from two sides of like the dance music scene right now. It's kind of coming from like the space bass scene, which is like Toad Face and like all those people. And then it's also coming from the drum and bass scene and the neuro scene. Um, and I've always absolutely like worshipped those guys. Um, so recently, the past two songs I've made uh, that I haven't put up yet have all been like that like halftime drum and bass using like a lot of low pass filters a lot more resynthesis and multi-band processing but i still make a lot of dubstep generally ranges from like really heavy really 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 angry dubstep to more like the uh the rhythm flow kind of stuff the 140 beats yes per minute yes range. 140 bpm oh yes. well honestly like it's 2017 it's 150 let's be honest but i mean past that i recently not like recently but i've kind of found like my own signature sound like a few years ago and more recently i've been doing more of like a signature kind of arrangement and flow to follow like the like bouncy robot noise so a lot of layering a lot of sound design so this is that that type of music that you play around the globe yeah for. I, it's it's a little bit weird uh for people i guess at first, when they hear about dubstep, they wouldn't expect such to hear about such a an intricate underground scene. When you when you look at the a picture or a video of an underground dubstep show, you wouldn't think you wouldn't think that this type of thing goes on around the country. Where where, where does that put you? Where does where do you think? Hmm. Okay. So it's weird because like a, a few years ago, back before well there was always dubstep going on there was like the commercialized edm dubstep ever since like the initial boom in 2012 2011 or 10 right um the more americanization of it but uh within the past i'd say two years three years um there's always been this like really really vibrant thriving underground soundcloud scene going on of like all yes. these bedroom producers that all knew each other sharing ideas sharing sounds joining facebook groups everyone knows everyone and mm -hmm. then we were very very separated from those who were actually big enough or had enough money to do like professional legitimate branding or really right. go out and play shows so for most of us and you too i mean like, yeah I, exactly. I remember when i was first starting i looked up to you and i was like oh man Randy <laughs> kills it like he's getting released on sadhu's label all this stuff um but so it was it was like this big rebellion culture underground like yeah. we're all in it together we're all fighting the impossible like no one actually really makes it and then out of nowhere, uh, one by one, people just started exploding. I mean, I feel like it first happened when Skrillex noticed Trollface and was playing yeah. his stuff out a lot, brought him on stage at Ultra. I feel like 12th Planet had a huge influence on it as well. Getter, obviously. I mean, I think Midnight Tea's just organic, huge reach just through just raw, like just being really talented, making waves, you know. Exactly. And any, anything that is genuine and, or, and organic, you know, whether there's big money behind it or not, if yeah. it's if the content is good enough people will relate to it and be gravitated towards it and it will grow and spread. And now, two years later, it's insane. Like, all my best friends from the internet over years and years were all meeting up in cities across, like, the country and even the world. And it's, it is absolutely surreal, to say the least. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you, you said something important. Um, so we have all these, all of these young be bedroom producers, as you say, and we have a community now. And it's important to keep yourself unique throughout yeah. that. You want to. It's important to keep your own sound unique, and I think that's that's something that's really important to dubstep when you're listening to it and when you're getting when you're developing an ear for it. 
you need to know who's who it's not you know it's not just a bunch of noise there there's there's characteristics that can tell you who's making the music and 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 what kind of sounds and what kind of moves you're going to dance like so what, what kind of where do you where does that when you're making your music yeah what what inspires you very very interesting okay so I feel like because dubstep is like basically not even music, like it's literally just F, 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 yeah. E, E sharp, F, like there's <laughs> no real notes, you have to absolutely have really, really distinct sounding sound design or else no one's going to be able to pick you out of the crowd. So you can try as much as you want to sound like other people, but the farthest you're ever going to get doing that is being like, man, he's got a really good impression of this guy, you know? I remember, you know, over the years and years and years of tearing my hair out and banging my head against the wall and being like, why can't I make anything that doesn't sound like someone else? Eventually, I think what happens is as as you teach yourself Ableton or as you as you, you know, play around with Ableton just over time, you know, into six o'clock in the morning, like losing your mind, you eventually pick up you have all these weird epiphanies and uh, mm -hmm. you'll pick up new techniques that you've never heard about and never seen, but you'll have this realization of like, oh my God, like if I route this knob to this knob, it does that. Like I never thought of trying that. And over the course of years and years and years, you eventually just get more of those weird techniques that build up and uh, it kind of adds to your tool belt in a way. And it's like, I do try to sound unique. Um, it's definitely a goal, but my number one goal, like when I'm making sounds is I literally just want to make sounds that sound cool to me. Like right. all I want to do is just make something that I think sounds really cool and that's it. And because I'm using that tool belt that I've developed over the years, just from doing it over and over and over and over again, and being aware of what I'm bad at and improving on that, it, it's kind of like there's a trend of techniques that I'll use that kind of build up to this like signature sound of mine in a way. But that it does take both practice and self-awareness of what you're practicing. Right. That's interesting. I'm amazed by your words, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I agree with you on so many different levels. What I think where I want to go with this is, is that if you were to tell someone who's discovering this music, who's, um, who's, who's getting their foot in the door, just starting to listen to, these, to this type of music, would you inspire them to start making it themselves? Okay, so if I, it's whenever I meet someone where I get the vibe that they're, they're going to start DJing, and they don't say producing, they say DJing to like be famous, yeah. I don't jive with that. But... For me, being a com beta computer nerd, I feel like it's music by nerds for nerds. And like yeah. every now and then I'll go to a show and I'll meet a kid who's like, hey man, I'm just starting. And I like, I can tell like, just like me, has no friends, doesn't leave his mom's <laughs> house. You know what I mean? I just like, I'm so bored. I need to play with my computer because I'm bored of video games at this point. And if for me, I just genuinely love playing with noise. So if you're just starting out and you want to, you know, get somewhere with it, if you're not just like tired of playing with it, what I would say is spend as much time as you possibly, possibly can working and grinding and getting your production up, um, working on sound design, getting unique, because as soon as you have something unique with a good mix down, you'll explode right off the bat. And it happens all the time. I know kids that have been producing for years and years and years and years doing the same thing. And it's like, why isn't stuff growing? And then right. someone like Chibs will come around yeah. and do like this crazy, like no one's ever <laughs> heard that. And he doesn't even have to do any work. It's just so unique and exactly. well done that everything gravitates towards that. So if you grind and just, for me personally how i improve and how i grow and how i suggest others to grow is be brutally honest with yourself of what you're bad at 
Mm-hmm. Um, be self-aware of what needs improvement and work on improving that. I right. would say that's perfect. So remember to brand yourself just like Subtronics <laughs> is doing right now. A lot of a lot of kids um, get really ahead of themselves with branding, and there's there's kids that'll go out and spend money on logos and all this stuff before they even have original content that's really yeah. worth pushing. And like for me, what was a really hard pill to swallow was like you really just have to work until the content is quality enough before yes. you start branding. Yeah, that's really important. And I think you've gotten to that point. Well, Sam, we'll have to start wrapping things up here, though, Jesse. Where, where do you where do you think we'll see you on the road soon? Um, all right. Well, coming up, I have Detroit this weekend. I got Montreal next weekend. I got there's a lot of shows coming up. I want to do a tour with my homie Uber Dubstep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming up in the summer, probably going back to Australia. But like long term goal right now. I mean, like my number one goal, my dad has always said, uh, success in life is being able to support yourself doing what you love. And what I love is sitting in my room by myself, (laughs) chain smoking cigarettes and playing with computer sounds. (laughs) All I want to do is to be able to support myself off that. I don't really care about like fame or making a ton of money. What I like to do some full, huge production blown tour with a giant Cyclops stage shooting lasers out of his eyes and foam CO2 (laughs) cannons everywhere. Absolutely. I'd love to do that. And I'm going to try as hard as I possibly can to do that. But what, where I see myself in the future is hopefully doing something that I love, being able to support myself off of my music. And I just want to keep meeting the underdog kids in each city that are like, you know what, I'm really depressed and your music really helped me or something like that. I want to meet more of those kids or I want to meet more kids that are inspired by the hard work and want to put in the grind too and just want to raise the collective bar of where dubstep is now because that's all we want. We just want to hear really cool songs. Right. I think it's a beautiful thing what you said there, Jesse. If you would like more information about this episode of Media Download, you can email us at gm at wmscradio.com or call us at 973-655-3135. I'm Danny Giacumbo, also known as Ranga. Thanks for listening.